WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree. And this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels. And what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap. And now, you are and it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch. You hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. <laughs> Ruthless aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. <laughs> what the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. everyone welcome to the rack right here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at mbg films check them out at youtube.com slash mbg 1211 and if you're listening to us over on rackradioshow.com wildtalkradio.com or directly on twitch thank you so much for tuning in we greatly appreciate it if you're on twitch and you haven't have a prime gaming sub available we can use it here for free for 30 days all you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free it is that simple it's also still September, guys, where you can get discounts for subscriptions for one month, two months, or three months, or even six months. I think Rock will tell you all about that in a second. But you can also subscribe to regular way using a discount. So maybe look into that. You can also follow the channel. You can hang out and chat, or you can listen to the archive. We can have you anywhere we can get you. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever faithful producer, slash co host, slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. Fly Eagles Fly. Here's it is twenty seven to seven. It is. So it's twenty five percent off one month and three months, thirty percent off for six months. It's September presented by Team Fight Somebody. Tactics. 
I brought up the website so I could see the actual number. So it wasn't twenty percent; mm. it was twenty-five. I, I got that part wrong before. Twenty-five percent. <gasps> I thought I thought it was twenty, twenty-five, and twenty thirty, but it's twenty-five, twenty-five, and thirty. So what was twenty percent off is the merch at the Twitch Loot Crate, crate Cave, apparently. So oh. that's where the twenty percent came in. Anyway, chat. You could use the, the, the primes here too. It, it's a thing. Cause, cause, why not? Um, that's because that's where we are tonight. Anyway, we opened with across the line because you know it's Impact One Thousand tonight. It is, and we're seeing the old stars of Impact's past return to us, which is pretty exciting. It's good to see people. I haven't watched it yet, but it's always nice when you get to see the people that you enjoyed watching in Impact come back, like AMW. Never not be tired of seeing AMW, but you know we also have seen the beautiful people. We've seen, uh, I think, Devon Dudley's there. Devon's going to be there. Gail Kim's there. We're going to see an awesome Kong came back out of retirement. So we'll have, to, we'll have to say I'm looking forward to watching it this weekend. I am too. Like, it's going to be exciting. We'll, we'll, we'll see it, how this goes. And it's over two two episodes. So this week and next week is Impact 1000. A long celebration, as it should be. Because honestly, truthfully, we said it last week, we've been saying it about this, but this is a monumental achievement for Impact in a lot of ways, because there was a point where none of us thought they would get here. There, The dark times hit several times for Impact. They almost died, then they came back, they got better, and they've just been sort of plugging away, and they've been getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and now here we are. For Impact 1000, and I think that's really cool. It's the Viking score. It's just... And it, it's great for them, though. It's great that Impact is moving along and chugging along after 21 years. Which is insane. Which is insane, yes. Very much insane. But here we are. Here we are. So let's jump right into the news brought to our friends over at MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. For anybody who is curious about the WWE merger, we will be talking about that later. There's a lot to cover, so we're going to make that our discussion topic tonight. And just go ahead and talk about all that. Um, so if you're looking forward to that, look forward to the back half of the show. But stay around for the news and the notes and all the things. Because, you know, that's important. So WWE announced, aside from the merger, because it's been a banner week for them, um, that the Royal Rumble will be headed to Tampa, Florida on January 27th at Tropicana Field. That that should be fun to see. Monday Night Raw will be at the Amway Center on the 29th. No word if SmackDown is going to be involved in the, in Tampa. If it's not in Tampa, I would assume SmackDown ends up in Orlando, most likely. So probably we'll see. But they're they're coming to Florida, so um, the Rumble in a, in a baseball stadium that should be that should be fun. That'll be I, interesting. I did know I did like the note um they put in the press release. It was like. The first time in front of fans in Tampa for a Royal Rumble since 1995. The key word was in front of fans. Yeah. Yeah, because the last time they tried it... Thunderdome. Thunderdome. The good old COVID days. Ah, yes. Which I don't think any of us will complain too hard about, because the fact that they kept running was one of the only reasons a lot of us stayed sane in that time period. But that was also, I think, was uh, Kevin uh, the head Kevin Owens Paul Heyman handcuff incident. I believe so. Yes, <laughs> I believe so. But so, we won't judge. We won't judge. I mean, getting handcuffs off is a very tricky situation. So it's it's difficult, especially if you don't have experience with it, and if you can't use find the right key. Sometimes keys get lost. The, this is very true as well. 
But let's keep the happy thoughts if they don't have experience. Anyway, moving on. Um, there's a mixed bag about this one. Nia Jax is officially back with WWE. She re-debuted Monday night on Raw where she attacked um, people. And I'm not sure how I feel about this. She looks really, really good. She's lost a lot of weight. She's gotten in shape. She's moving really well. So I'm... I want to see where this goes with her because it seems like we're going to get a different Nia Jax than what we had before. If she's motivated and ready to work, awesome. If she's going to come back and um not be the old Nia, then we'll have some problems. But if she's, if she's ready to work, then she, this will be a good run for her. Yeah, agreed. Becky Lynch has become a, I think, Grand Slam champion? Or at least she's held all three women's singles she's a, titles. And tag. She's a, yeah, Grand Slam champion. Yeah, so she's a Grand Slam champion for the women as she won the NXT Women's Championship from Tiffany Stratton Tuesday night on NXT. Um, She finally captured the title she never got because she got called up before she could win it. She got called up before she, yeah. She could win it. And then they just didn't do anything with her for a while. But it's fine. It's all fine. It, it's, it, but it was good. It was a good match. I watched it yesterday. Um, good to see that uh, she was able to win the championship. And it was, did a lot for um, Tiffany Stratton to be in the ring with Becky. She learned a lot. You could tell she was in there with a pro. And yeah. Yeah. For everybody saying that Tiffany Stratton got buried, Tiffany Stratton did not get buried. Okay. Losing to Becky Lynch will do more for, for Tiffany Stratton than winning. And it's just being in there with someone who has experience. Um, yeah. They're getting Tiffany ready to go. Yeah. And no offense to any of the girls who work down there. It's good for veterans like Becky Lynch to come down and work to teach them a new style and work a different pace. And that's what she did. So they worked a physical, well-paced match. And it put it, it tested her limits because that's what she needs to be needs right now. So good on her. Good, ma- it was a good match. Becky, they drew some ratings, so highest ratings yeah. in years. So congrats to them for for success. So way to go, them. Kelly Kelly is officially a mom of twins. So congratulations to her. Yes, congrats, former guest of the show. I know that's something that she's been wanting, at least to have children for a long time. So the fact that that's finally happened for her, good for her. Holla I hope ha- everything's going well. Holla holla. Holla holla, baby. And I, I don't even know how to transition to this. This is just awkward. This happened over the weekend. Matt Riddle. <laughs> Matt, Matt, honey, what did you do? Um. So the gist of the situation is that Matt Riddle apparently got off a plane drunk. Um. He was detained. This happened to JFK, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he got off the flight drunk. He was detained by airport security. And he made an accusation to airports against airport security that they sexually assaulted him, despite the fact that he told them no, um, which he has now later removed post. However, has caused quite a headache because the Port Authority has taken the accusation incredibly seriously and everybody is being investigated as a result of it, which good on them for investigating yes, it, right? Yes, 100% good on them for taking whatever he said, whether he was sober or not. <laughs> To to, uh, to to heart to heart and, and then to, you know looking into the the matter at hand. Yeah, so good on them for doing that. But yeah, so it's uh, it's created a bit of a headache for um, the Port Authority, for Matt Riddle, for WWE, especially with the merger just closing. Yeah, it, this is a bad eye. Like whether okay, so let's let, let's play it out. If say he's right, then that's a bad look for. Um, the Port Authority and everyone involved. If he's just drunk and stupid, then that does not make him look good to his new bosses. Mm-mm. 
So, and he was already has <laughs> some issues in the past. The, the, the Riddle story is one of those that are um, complicated. We'll go with complicated is the best terms for Matt Riddle. And, yeah. Yeah, so I think I heard a rumor somewhere that Matt Riddle might be returning to work soon, but we'll have to see if he, that's the case. He is scheduled to be at work on Monday. Okay, so we'll we'll see how this goes. I think it's not going to result in many things or any type of disciplinary action from WWE because it technically happened outside of work. Um, however, Matt probably got a good talking to, and I don't know actually if this violates um, any type of agreement that he has with them because I know he was sent to, um, I believe, rehab. He was he was he was in rehab at the end of last year. So I don't know. But that was another type of rehab. But I don't know if that <laughs> like what all that covers. Like if they like when because when you say you're sober, you're sober, right? So was it drugs and alcohol, or was it just drugs, or like what? What is the deal, right? It's, and it's what riddle. agreement did he make? It's riddle. Who the hell knows? I don't know, but um, he does have some egg on his face from this, and it's not a good look. But hopefully, it hopefully everybody is found innocent in the accusation, um, and nobody loses their job over this because that would really suck. But good on good on the Port Authority for investigating. Indeed. Uh, Prince Nana has agreed to a new contract with AWROH. Yeah, good on him. He's he's found a home there after the, all Which, of the stuff with a with ROH closing and stuff, and now he's he's got a home. So that's good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike Denae, Don West, and Tracy Brooks are all going to be inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame, which I would say, well deserved. All well deserved. Um, Tracy Brooks is uh, on Impact tonight, so she is. She, I don't know. It's been if a long time since I've seen her. I don't know if she's fighting this week or next week, but she's going to be in action with her husband. So that should Go be Tracy. that should be fun. It should be fun. But yes, uh, put all the put all the TNA originals in the Hall of Fame. Do it. Well, not every of them. Not all of them. James Mitchell. Yeah, I would Just put him. Yeah. Just because I want to hear, I want to see the speech. Wait, is he not in the? I don't think he is. I'm looking at unless they put him in already. They might have, but I didn't think he was in. I feel like people that made like a significant contribution, like AMW, and should go in at some point. No, he's actually not. I thought he. I thought he might have been at one point. No. Like fuck, put Abyss in because Abyss is. Oh, he is. Okay. Yes. Oh, it was Mitchell who in. Ducted him. That's what it was. Ah, there's a tie-in for Hall of Fame stuff. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But but yeah, put put the people that made the significant impact to impact uh, in the in the Hall of Fame because they deserve it. Um, Velvet Sky has left NWA. Yeah, her time is up in NWA. She's she's on Impact tonight as well. Um, she wants to do commentary again because she's not she's retired. So maybe she'll end up somewhere else. But who knows? Who knows? We'll have to see. And this is a non-wrestling thing. As we said, we have a diverse amount of topics tonight to talk about. Uh, And this is kind of a sad one. I'm curious to see what the new guy does. But Donald Mustard announced that effective pretty much immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, At the the end of the month, he said, or something like that. that. Yeah, but he's pretty much, I think, already walked away. Uh, He is retiring from Epic Games as their VP, um, and he's leaving the company, uh, which you know, which if you play Fortnite, you know that Donald Mustard is one of the driving forces behind Fortnite. He has been, I think, since its inception. Um, He has done a lot to sort of push the game and get the game out there. Um, And now he's gone, and I don't know how I feel about this. Let's see what the future of Fortnite is. 
Um, because it's now under new direction from with a new chief creative officer. His name is Charlie Wen. He went mm-hmm. as a former concept artist and designer who, worked, designer who worked for Riot, Disney, Marvel, Sony, and others. So it sounds like it's going to be in good hands. He was responsible for designing and integrating the look and feel of Marvel's iconic heroes and villains from the Divergent Realms into a cohesive cinematic universe. He's also in charge of inspiring future scripts through the visual storytelling of key frames. His films include Thor, Captain America, The First Avenger, Marvel's The Avenger, Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World, The Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Avengers Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, and early art direction of Black Panther. Nice. So he has, a, nice. He has a resume on him. So We'll see how he does, because Marvel's a little different in the sense that it's already all pre-written and you're, you're more or less sculpting the storylines that you have into something. Um, so I'm curious to see what he can do with what is Fortnite and the fact that it has a very weird amalgamation of lore. Yeah, someone needs to kind of get it all back together. I mean, it would be nice. Because, like, here's the thing. It feels like Fortnite cannot make up its mind if it wants to have lore or not. And they're introducing things where it's like, okay, how does this fit into the story? Especially the current storyline going on right now is, you know, essentially a new chapter that they've introduced this season because we're moving away from the Seven and Jonesy, Sloan, even though we had Sloan last season, and Jeno and the Faceless Man and all the lore that we've gotten. It would be nice if maybe they started to bring that together or they even like started to, you know what I want? I want Epic Games to put together a Fortnite lore thing that explains it, all of it, like where we are, like where we start and where we're going without giving, because you can do that. You can be vague, but like, actually explain sort of what the story has been so far with each island and like what the significance to the story is Mm -hmm. that would be nice that would be nice um we'll see if it happens but i would like that but hopefully he can take fortnite in a cool direction i'm open to seeing what he does and how he moves it forward because the game needs it yeah it does need it because and put your story stuff in a place where we can read it and not just read it in game because you speed through because people will just sort of Shoot you as you try to read dialogue in a video game for that is all about shooting. Yeah, they don't care about any of that. They just, they want to get their elims and their clout and whatnot. 90s, so. 90s, 90s. 90s. Fortnite, Battle Royale, the ultimate Battle Royale experience. Ding! And with that, we are going to take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we are going to be talking all about the WWE merger. So you're going to send the rack right here on and we will be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Sunday night, 
the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a K-Sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Ghost Gold Simpson. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. Sources have confirmed that CB Radio is on the road to 800 episodes. Are these the same sources that confirmed that Fuzzy Wuzzy is a bear and that CB Radio moved an hour earlier? Correct. These sources have confirmed that CB Radio will be hitting the 800 milestone very soon. But when? Sources say that barring any last-minute changes to the schedule, CB Radio will hit episode 800 on October 21st. That's amazing. Sources also say that you will all need to tune in Saturday night, October 21st, live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash WTR live to celebrate 800 episodes of your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. There has been no excuses before to miss it. Why start now? CB Radio. Live. October 21st along the airwaves of the Wild Talk Radio Network. Did you know that you can use support a creator code ROCKSOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's our O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. Hey everyone, this is Angelina Love, your time knockout champion and the sacred seductress and you are doing the right thing because you are listening to the rock radio show Welcome back to The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at mbgfilms.com slash mbg1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. You're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available where you can here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is a... That's simple. You can also subscribe the regular, regular way, and you get discounts. You get discounts, guys. 25% you... off the first and thir- three-month sub, and 30% off on six months. 
Ding! So subscribe the regular way if you want discounts. You can also follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, it making its return is Tweet of the Week. to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter until I found Twitter oh a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving my addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline cause I won't stop tweeting no scroll down so caleb yen omelette is such a funny word like let means small right so what is an om is it a giant egg dish like a football field made of egg nicholas the young go to bed caleb hen i take it back nick chickenless leg caleb responds nicholas goes that's chicken leg leheng to you caleb you first it's 6 a.m on a holiday good fun though nicholas Thanks, I'm a real yokester. Okay. Bailey. Took Becky Lynch long enough. Laughing, crying emojis. Becky responds, less time than it's taken you to main event WrestleMania. There was one on my tweets, okay? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. That's that's all I got. Alright, um, let's see. Statement from all our all wrestling and, and Tony Khan was the whole thing about CM Punk. Vacant, I am the real world champion. Hashtag. And new. Bearded Blevins, thinking about getting jacked. Quote tweets himself, 102 calories in one tablespoon of butter. He, he's not getting jacked. He, he likes his butter. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Caleb Rexon. Butter, butter is good stuff. Caleb Rexon. Things I shouldn't have struggled with as an adult yet do. Mixing mixing up my left from, from my, my right. Using my fingers to do basic math. The right way to use effect and effect. Parking in a straight line. Walking in a straight line. Pronouncing Woodchester and a hundred others. Yours? That's tweet of the week. Worcestershire. 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 Anyway, all right. Let's let's talk about the biggest news of the week of the year in wrestling. Period. Bigger than CM Punk, and that is that the WWE UFC merger has closed. They are now officially TKO. It happened on Tuesday. There was a whole big celebration at the uh, New York Stock Exchange, complete with giant title belts and everything. Um, all the all the parties involved were there to ring the bell for the opening of the stock exchange, including um, including Vince McMahon. So if you looked at the picture, you wouldn't have noticed it was Vince, but it was Vince. He, he, uh, Vince, I love you. I say that platonically. Um, please lose the mustache. Please. You look like evil Walt Disney. He really And in does. the picture, and then in, like, the pictures that came out on Tuesday, he looks like some weird, like, if he grew, like, a, what is it, like, a chin beard? Mm-hmm. What is that called? Not a, I, I guess it's a goatee, but it's not where it connects. Like, he would look like evil Colonel Sanders. <laughs> he would! Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not wrong about that one. So, like, I... No, honey. Just, no. It's not doing what you think it's doing. Just get rid of it. Okay? I don't know who tells you that thing looks good. Maybe it's your mistress. I have no idea. No. It, no. That, no. No. Like, I'm sitting here looking at... It looks fake. Like, in the picture you have on Twitch for the technology screen. 
It looks photoshopped, and it looks like it's a bad photoshop too. But it's real. I know. That's you can't a sad, grow facial hair. That's sad about it. It's so bad. Like Vince, no, no, your lip is just fuzzy. Okay, just no. Um, but aside from Vince's, Vince's awful mustache, uh, so this is huge, and I I would just like to say called it. Thank you. Very much, even though the rumors were scrolling when I called it, but, you know, <laughs> called it. They were all out there by that point. But, you know, the fact that it did become official and the fact that it has closed in 2023, so the sale is official, nobody can take it away from me because it closed. Well, it was a merger more than a sale. Uh, well, for Vince it was a sale. Kind of. Because Vin- Vince made a lot of money and he went from owning 81% of the company and having full voting power to just owning 16% of TKO stock. Which is still that's three, a, $3 billion, by the way. Oh, just $3 billion, that's all? I mean, yeah. I, I I could have that problem. And I think we all it. could have that problem, yeah. But, yeah, like, this is going to be weird. I'm I'm not even going to, to try to tiptoe around that. This The Vince McMahon era, in terms of him owning WWE outright of being able to run WWE outright is over. Um and now he has to play with Endeavor. He even does. though he's the cha- even though he's the chairman of the board, he's the head of WWE. Um he still answers to Endeavor and he only has a 16% interest in the company. So I know a lot of people were like, well he's still, you know, he's over he's over Dana White and he can still kind of do whatever he wants. No he can't. Not with 16% of the voting stock, which I'm not even sure it's voting. Is it? It's just it's just stock of the company in the company. Yeah. So he he sixty percent ownership of a company is essentially he's master. So he must he maintained a level of interest in the company, but it's not really his anymore. No, it is what, it is a hundred percent Endeavor's company now. Now they have the clause where they can't fire Vince. Like they can't. He, he worked that into the, his contract. Yeah. Yeah, where at least for the duration of his contract, they can't fire him. Now, we'll see what happens when the contract expires. Um, But, yeah, at least for the time being, Vince cannot be removed, and we'll see where Vince even is when the contract expires. Um, But just to kind of give you an idea of what the leadership team is, as I wait for it to open... um, so, as previously announced, TKO is going to be led by Ariel Emmanuel. He's going to be your chief executive officer, and he continues on um, for the being the CEO of Endeavor. Mark Shapiro is the president C- COO. He will maintain those titles in Endeavor. Andrew Schleimer is going to be your CFO, or at least he was going to be. No, he no, he is the CFO. And we'll get to the other reason here in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to the other reason here in a minute. Um, Seth Krause is going to be your CLO. Um, and then Dana Life is going to be over UFC. Lawrence FC remains the Senior Executive VP and Chief Operating Officer of UFC. Nick Khan continues on as the President of WWE. The Board of Directors, which is going to be led by Vincent Kennedy McMahon as your Executive Chairman of the Board, consists of 11 members, including Mr. Manuel, Mr. Shapiro, Mr. Khan, in addition to the following directors. Peter C.B. Bino, uh, Egon Peterben, Stephen R. Kunin. Jonathan A. Kraft, Sonia E. Medina, Nancy R. Tellum, and Carrie Wheeler. Notably absent is one Paul Levesque. But everyone knew this. Like, there was never going to be, he was never going to be on the board. 
Oh, no, 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 no. But it's just, it's, it's interesting, that's all. And maybe he asked not to be on the board. We don't know. Because if you look at the board of directors, they're all people from different companies. They're not people fully ingrained into um, either UFC or WWE. Like, yeah. Kraft, he's the Patriots guy. He's just on the board. Because you like having those outside people who have different influence to make decisions that are not going to be, like, in the weeds and sort of know everything that's going on. You can look at it from an outside perspective and go from there. And they also have, they'll also have the best interest of the entire company rather than one side or, or the other. What's interesting is how it's re- Vince is referred to. He's just the executive chairman of the board. Like, there's no mention, like, what his role in WWE is. It's just he's the executive chairman of TKO. Yeah, they firmly say that Nick Khan is continuing on in his role as president. As president of the company. So... so... I, what I what I take from this and what I believe from this is that Nick Khan is in charge of WWE, not Vince, Nick. I think Vince, and I don't mean this to be insulting, but I think Vince at this point is more of a mascot. Vince is big picture guy, and that's what Nick Khan keeps saying. He's handling big picture things. Will he give a creative ideas? Yeah. Will they use them? Who knows? Um, well, but Vince... He, but that's Vince. That's what will always be Vince's role because Vince, he's Vince, man, he's been doing this for 40 years, plus years. You're going to lean on him when you can, but not put him back, as he likes to refer to, in the weeds. Well, he came back, in theory, to broker the sale, to do the sale. The sale is now complete, so it's what is his role going forward, um, and what big picture things do they really need him to look at? Because obviously, he, if that's what he's doing, then he will be distracted probably for the next year or so, because as the companies begin to merge, which that started as of Tuesday, mm-hmm. and it's what does TKO look like, how much is going to come together and be centralized versus what does WWE need versus what does UFC need. Um, and there's a lot of rumors circulating and flying right now about companies and the changes that are going to happen in the two companies like that there's going to be a sharing of talent that wwe is going to get revamped to be more ufc style they're going to do new titles they're going to do weight classes they're going to do all these kinds of things it's like none of that's happening none of that's happening like none of that's happening the way that this works is the two of them are just coming together will there be will there be some cross promotion some bleed over at some point probably but right now they are still two separate companies they're just starting to share information they're just starting to come together and there's really trying to figure out what this is going to look like like there is a plan and now they have to enact the plan like Like, they want to but they want to go like weight classes that that's they've done that we've had cruiserweights we've had heavyweights and women's division there's your weight classes here's the thing weight classes are going to basically fuck all the people that you want to see as champion because they're not going to be that heavyweight champion right they're just they're the highest they could go is maybe u.s or intercontinental they'll never get that heavyweight title so they'll never get that world title so they'll never have what you want them to have the most that they could achieve is the height of their division not the height of the company and that's what makes wwe different is that the best case in point of this is when Rey mysterio i believe beat big show for the title which Never should have happened, but simply because of size. But I digress. That's a whole other rant. Um, but you have you can have those moments in WWE where you can have a cruiserweight defeat a heavyweight, a super heavyweight in this case, and take home the world heavyweight title and be that champion. That you can't have that in W in uh excuse me UFC. So that's the magic of wrestling, right? Yeah. You don't want to take that away because it's like you have, for example, right now, um, 
Ricochet coming into the World Heavyweight Championship picture for the first time, or the world title picture, really for the first time, and being taken seriously as a legitimate contender for that title. If you introduce weight classes, he may not fall in that category. No. Someone like Seth Rollins may not fall into that category. So it's it's important that we kind of maintain that perspective and not say, hey, let's have weight classes, because no, let's not have weight classes. I don't want 16-hour pay-per-views where every title is freaking defended across so, two shows. Yeah, so that that's kind of not a thing. So you talk about cross-promotion? Yeah, they're going to cross-promote. UFC will promote WWE. WWE will promote UFC. It's, that's a no-brainer. Nick Khan talked about how in an ideal world, There'll be a weekend where you have SmackDown roll into town on a Friday. You will have a UFC pay-per-view on a Saturday, a Sunday premium live event, and then Raw in can, the same they, town. In the same town, but that's good because that's they good make business. Up on their mind on Saturdays, or they're going to be WWE will mostly be on 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 Saturdays. That's kind of where they're fitting in right now. But like for a minor pay-per-view, putting it on a Sunday is not the worst idea for them. Oh it's, no, it's but it's it, not. But it'll be it'll generate a lot of money for for the Endeavor company for TKO if you be here we're going to you leverage it in and you have a ta- a city bid for for TKO to come in with WWE and UFC and how much money you can bring into your town oh yeah i mean that's like you said in an ideal world will that happen anytime soon no because WWE is liking their premium live events on a saturday and they're going to try not to go up against UFC events so you're going to have alternating weekends where a WWE event will happen and the UFC will have the other three weekends of the year of the of the month to run their events. That's kind of what's going on right now. Well, and it's you're you're competing for an audience with UFC and with WWE, but you're you, you have people who don't watch one or the other. No, and or, with, they and they would want both. They would want bleed over. That's kind of the, the idea. Dana yeah. White, Dana White says we you know not every WWE fan is going to be a UFC fan and, and vice versa because it's not because the two audiences are different and 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 that's the way it should be because one sports entertainment one is one is mixed martial arts real fighting they're two different audiences and that's and it's always going to be that way but is there a crossover yeah or just like in any sport there's crossover. Between fan bases, what is always interesting about this, and then we'll give it to more some of more details of, of the merger. Twenty something years ago, Shane McMahon went to his father and said, "Hey, you should buy the UFC." Right. <laughs> and it was going to be very cheap to buy it too. It's when UFC was the, was a, had nothing really going for it. Like this was late nineties, early two thousands, before UFC hit that big boom with um, Ultimate Fighter and everything. Shane's like, "We should buy them." And Vince said no. And here we are. Shane knew all along. Shane was right, man. Shane was right about a lot of shit. Like the network. If you go back and look. Yeah, Shane's been right about the network and, and a whole bunch of other things. He was ahead of the game in some aspects that they never got to. Like, he was big he, on .com forever. He saw the digital revolution coming. He did. He knew it was coming. He saw streaming. He saw all of that coming down the pike. And he went to them and they're like, yeah, no, you're you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy for wanting to do that. It's not going to go there. And then it, that shit just took off. And it's like, you think about it, the amount of times Shane McMahon was right. And it's like, if you had just let Shane do Shane, WWE might be a vastly different company as a result. Or maybe because they, would be, he, they would be here with the same place. Who knows? Or it could be in the same place because I think they did take the network idea off of him. Well, they did run like the the classics on demand, and they did stream like Heat on on dot com and stuff like that early on. Early on, yeah, with his influence, and then one day he just up and left. 
And he never came back because I think it was, okay, we're going to give, because I've, I've always felt like that was, we're going to give Shane.com just to shut him up and we're going to let him do whatever he wants to do to .com. And that's where he, yeah, he started putting heat on .com and doing other stuff and started the whole really video, like making the video available on .com because their website was always just sort of like results and pictures and information and that was kind of it and Shane started moving all the video content on there and started having all the video content and more importantly they started producing content outside of the product in that time that's where you had people starting their the the infancy of like YouTube channels on their MySpace pages because I don't know how else to phrase it but you saw all that content beginning to materialize in this time before it ever took off. The phrase is webcast. Webcast, thank you. Shit, I could not do in 2007. Um, but yeah, the fact that Shane was like, hey, let's buy UFC. And Vince is like, no, I don't do. Well, need something years later. Here we are. Here we are. They're now merged with the UFC. Some details for the merger was mentioned. Vince McMahon only owned 16% of the TKO stock. Frank Riddick III will be leaving WWE as their chief financial officer, the CFO. No longer there. So we have not no, the music people. Not the, the music. Not the music people. No, can't. Not, don't don't, don't conf- confuse the two. Don't confuse the two. No one would ever ever do that. ever do the thing. Nope. Um, he earned five million dollars from the TKO merger. Another Vikings touchdown. So the game's not. It's still closed. It's only one score game. Just. I I am the like I said. I'm the Eagles. Good luck charm. Yeah. It's no. Fine. No. Uh, no. Still a game. Uh, Nick Khan got a fifteen million dollar bonus for the sale. But Kevin Dunn got seven million. Hunter. Paul Levesque got $5 million as a bonus. And the news of the day for the terms of the merger, it's everything people have been talking about, speculating, and wondering what will happen. Tomorrow is a work-from-home day for WWE Corporate as workforce reductions, quote-unquote, will be taking place. Um, Nick Khan emailed his staff, everyone who works for WWE today. That That's going to be the killer. But they they can't tell you, yes, your job is safe, or yes, no, your job isn't safe going into it but if no. you're working for that company you had to know this was going to happen i think everyone knew that the moment they announced merger when a merger happens people are going to be let go because you one you have to you know, keep your finances in order but two you're going to have a one department running things like the wwe company is going to have its own people working on the production end and everything like that but human resources can go to through into one company and other places other parts can like travel and etc could go under one company rather than two because you don't need two but you can bring people over from both to work on it but you don't need everyone and that's that's kind of probably what's going to happen tomorrow you're going to simplify the way things are done and like i said there is there is a plan and now they're beginning to enact it um respect as i hold up my water bottle to everybody who will be let go tomorrow that's very unfortunate it sucks and i hate it for you i really 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 do especially right now um it's an okay time i guess to get laid off but it's not wonderful as you're going into the back half of the year and around the holidays um and yes you you're not told beforehand as someone who's been through a merger couple like a merger and a sale from a corporate level um you're not told in advance you kind of there's whispers and there's rumors and it's it's an expectation that they'll they'll there will be a reduction of staff you just don't know how much um and i don't know what the exact thing is it sounds like that they're going to go through and lay people off as opposed to telling people hey um so we're merging the hr department everybody on both sides 
you have to re-interview for your job. And this is how many open positions we have. So if you're interested in re-interviewing your job, go ahead and put your name in the hat. If you don't, we'll give you a package. Like, that. that's actually worse than being laid off, because now it's, oh, fuck, I have to re-interview for my job. And you have to make that decision. Like, I, I hate that people are getting laid off. I wish nobody had to get laid off. I also respect the decision to be to have people working from home, even though that that's going to suck because you're just sitting there waiting for a phone call all day and you're not getting anything done as a result because you're just waiting for that phone call. Um, But at least they're letting people do it from home so they can be home and they don't have to worry about like driving anywhere or leaving the office and getting walked out of the office because that's just that's even worse. Like when you get pulled in a room and they're like, oh, hey, yeah, we're going to let you go and it's effective immediately. So go pack your shit. And um, yeah, bye. Thanks for everything. Here's your package. <laughs> yeah. Like that's as somebody who works in corporate. That's awful. That's just awful. You don't want that. That's it's the worst thing imaginable. Although I hope people were smart when they moved into the new office and they didn't <laughs> a bunch of shit into the office. Yeah. Cause, because that's worse. As well, because especially if you don't have an emergency box, which if you work in corporate, you have an emergency box just in case they don't give you one. Um, Yeah, it's just awful. So I feel bad for everybody tomorrow. Um, Hopefully it's not too many because they did have a reduction of staff last year. Um, But obviously, I'm not sure if it's going on both sides or if it's just WWE tomorrow. If like if they're going to go through UFC as well. I haven't heard anything on that. So Um... I'll have to see I'm unaware. Because I would have to imagine it's going on both sides. But no, I don't think so. Here's why. Because when Endeavor got UFC, they've already done this part, I think. They can do it again. They could, but I don't think they're going to reduce as much if they do. It's basically who wins the merger, which I think I think technically UFC won the merger. Um because, but we'll see. Because a note was, uh, Endeavor previously cut $70 million from UFC costs in the first 18 months of ownership when they first got it. So that's where we're at. They cut about 15% of the global workforce in 2016. So here we yeah, are. Yeah, but that was seven years ago? Yeah, but that's when they acquired them. So this is, another, this is Endeavor acquiring WWE, so they'll cut, I would assume, around that number, maybe. So WWE is 800 people, 15% of that. It's not a good number. Mm-mm, that's not a good number. So, um, best of luck to everybody tomorrow. Yeah, it should be interesting. It doesn't seem like talent on the roster is going to get cut. So not we, right we, now, no. We've talked about mainly contracts are going to be just not renewed going forward. I mean, I think it would be okay if they... Welcome. You've got mail. Thanks, Tiger, for four months. Ding, the thank you. just subscribed to the movement. Disguised face. Thanks, Tiger. <laughs> Lurk. Um, I would say, though, that it would be cool or nice or whatever if they go, went ahead and, like, basically anybody that's asked to be let go, go ahead and do it. Like, that's asked for their contract to be terminated. Yeah. Because they want out. I, and I don't know how many are of. Because obviously, yeah, letting the contracts run out, letting people serve to the end, that's fine. That's great. Um, But anybody who's like, hey, I want out early... Go ahead and let them go. Yeah. Because you could do it in that time as well. Indeed. Sorry. But distract, I, distract the right football. I was going to say, yeah, I know. I noticed. I could tell you're like, football, 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 We just ran down the field very long way. I know that. I, I, I know that. But, you know, like I said, I... No. Everything's going to be fine. No. I am the good luck charm. It's not... No. None of that. None of that. 
all of that. None of that. I am the Eagles good luck charm, y'all. Did, it's going to be fine. They're going to win. Did you watch, for... did, did you watch the Super Bowl? Yes. yes. Did, did they lose? Yep. So there's no good luck charm there. Sorry. They came back and then they lost. So point proven. It doesn't work every time, but they got to the Super Bowl with me watching. No. As I recall, no, as I recall, they were losing a game and then I turned it on and they came back and they won. It's not how that it was works. It's a playoff game. It's, this is totally how this works. I am their good luck charm. Okay. To, to Casey's point, it's a new season, so it doesn't matter. No good luck or no bad luck. Indifference. So what you're saying, what you're saying is, if they win this game, I'm the good luck charm. No, no, I'm yes. not, no, I'm not saying any of that. But, but yes. No. Yes. <laughs> not doing this. Nope. <laughs> not doing any of this. I love doing this. This is so much fun. Payback for all the AEW shit. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it for us. What do y'all think? We'll see what happens with the merger. But that's our show. That is our show, so you got stuff to plug, so plug away. Oh, yeah. Saturday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Fortnite with friends. Followed by Super Live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Touchdown. Sunday, it's WTR Sunday Night Hustle Talk Radio. 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday night, it's the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern. Chat. We'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll have, we'll have a discussion and all news you can handle. It's Rock Radio Show on all social media platforms, wherever you your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Amazon Music, Stitcher, to search the Rock Radio Show. Chat, did you know it's September, which you can get subs for 25% off for one month or three months, or 30% off you go six months. Rack up the savings. It, it's with with uh, September. Or if you have Amazon Prime, link it to your discounts called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangle button below the screen. Oh, it's Matt's birthday next week. We'll have to remember that. Chat. It's his birthday. Matt's birthday. Next. Thursday. Oh, it's Matt's birthday. Happy birthday. Next Thursday. Well, I can wish it to him early. There you go. <laughs> you can use Critic and Rocket Sock. Or. Linz M Ward. In the Fortnite item shop. Or Epic Games Store when you buy your Marvels and your WWEs, which is not in there, your DCs or your Star Wars or Star Treks, whatever's in the item shop today and tomorrow. Oh, it's music right now. Turn up the music. Dave Balvin. When you buy Dave Balvin, use those codes because we are. Hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Linsward, L N S W R D. You can check out my Twitch channel, which I will be live bright and early tomorrow morning at 7.30 a.m. for the debut of Hydro Daddy and also the 4.1 Gigan Impact announcement. So if you'd like to have coffee and breakfast with me, I'll be live over on twitch.tv slash W... Or not that one. <laughs> twitch.tv slash Lensward. L-A-N-S-W-R-D. Uh, where I'll be screaming about, about Genshin. That's 7.30 in the morning, so tune in for that. You can also follow that channel. You can follow me over on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash at symbol Lensward, lensward.rockradioshow.com, or just look for Lensward on the YouTube. And you can follow me on TikTok at Lensward0 for all of my Genshin shenanigans. And while you're liking and subscribing and following and doing all the things, you can also watch an archive of the Genshin stuff. I do have archives. Um, you can go check out Matt, our good buddy, over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So I'm going to go be the Eagles good luck charm and watch the end of this game and, you know, just do my awesome things. So for Rock and me, you've been listening to the Rock right here on wildtalkradio.com. 
and we'll see you later. Bye.